limbo right now with what's going on with the NBA season. I remember we did a, an episode a couple of weeks ago and Chip and I, we, we were talking about um, Easter might be the, kind of the, the ideal start time where we can see basketball again. That that was that was wishful, wishful thinking, you know, several weeks ago. I think, you know, if basketball would start up by April, we would all be thrilled, but certainly does not seem to be the case. Still trying to figure out when the season come back, if the season's even going to come back, you know, there, there is some doubt out there that perhaps that this season uh, is a lost cause and, and we won't have basketball. I'm still holding on for hope uh, that we can see, you know, even if we jump right into the playoffs, but again, you know, we, we kind of talked a little bit about that on the last podcast here, the issues that kind of could come uh, along with that. Will players be in shape, game ready shape, uh, with a long hiatus and all that, you know, I, I see that's being discussed. Uh, I did see Adam Silvers was on ESPN, I think, last week, and they asked him, do you have any idea when the season could start back up? And his response was honest. Was, he said he don't know. And that's kind of where we're at right now, um, just waiting to see. Uh, not a fun situation to be waiting around for, but, you know, I'm trying to make the most of it here. Um, you know, we, we – I've been trying to figure out what kind of news we're going to have, uh, and, and of course, when there's no no playing, uh, no no news really on the team that's coming out here. There always seems to be some kind of news with James Dolan, right? That never that never is going to end. You know, the, he's always going to be in the news uh, for something, and you know, something that we have seen in the headlines this week, uh, the situation that happened a couple seasons ago with. Dolan and Charles Oakley now in a lawsuit situation uh, and the judge has ordered Dolan and Oakley to have some kind of time to sit down and uh, kind of discuss their differences, see if they can kind of put an end to this lawsuit, if they can get onto some kind of common ground and talk. Um, I find it comical, to be honest. I don't see that that conversation going very well. You know, we, we've seen the comments uh, recently with the whole Spike Lee situation that uh, that Charles Oakley has continued to uh, share his displeasure with James Dolan. So I kind of find this kind of news a little intriguing here, wondering, oh my God, how is this actually going to work? Are these two actually going to come to a civilized conversation? I have my doubts. I don't think that's going to happen. I think this is going to continue to kind of play through the court system um, because I don't think especially Charles Oakley. I don't think he wants to sit down and have a talk with, with James Dolan. I, I don't, that's just my, my thoughts upon it, you know, as of right now, Chip, um, you heard these, this news as well uh, with this whole situation. Where's your head with it? Do you think this is something that could kind of resolve if these two talk it out or we're going to see this kind of be settled in the courtroom? Yeah. When I first read this, by the way, I can't believe this happened three years ago. Yeah, That's, it feels like it happened really recently. It was th- February 2017. Wow. Yeah, uh, Bill Jackson yeah, was still there. Yeah, wow. 
And Phil, like, apparently went and talked to Oakley during yeah. the whole thing was happening. I remember that. Um, yeah. yeah, apparently they're going to talk on the phone. And there's, like, a date scheduled and everything. Uh, I mean, history would suggest it's not going to end well. Because right. most of the time, things with James Dolan don't end well. And things with Charles Oakley don't end well. So when you put those two guys together, I'd be I'd be surprised, as I think most people would be, if a resolution came out of this. I mean, we yeah. saw recently what Charles Oakley just said about Patrick Ewing. He, I, I don't think he just insulted maybe the greatest Nick of all time uh, on a, uh, a on a, I think it was a podcast. I'm, Nick's fan. Nick fan Nick's TV. Fan. Yeah, Nick TV. KF yeah, Nick's TV. TV. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're, they're, I think. I mean, I don't know if they have a podcast too, but I think they're YouTubers. But yeah, it was a, I, Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was just so weird. Like, I, I just don't think the guy can help himself. Like, they. It wasn't like they set him up to insult Patrick or anything. It wasn't like a beat reporter thing where. He was trapped into it. He just like went on a rant and was like, I'm going to attack Patrick Ewing. Like, yeah, it was just strange. And I don't think the guy can help himself. And we know James Dolan can't help himself. So I, two guys it, like that in the same situation, I don't care that it's a mediation. I don't care that it's on the phone. Uh, I don't see it ending well. Uh, I'd be, and then, like you just mentioned, you add the whole Spike Lee situation into it. Uh, I, I'd be surprised if it's resolved. Uh, and I think this will probably be something that continues on because Dolan doesn't want to take uh, Dolan doesn't want to take a loss to Charles Oakley. He just he wants to win this one, and Charles Oakley doesn't want to take a loss to Dolan. So we'll see. You know, and Danny. How important is this, you know, that – and, and, and I want your thoughts as well. First off, do you think that this meeting could kind of calm things down and, and allow them to move past this? Uh, so first, give me your thoughts on this. But the second part of this question is how important do you think it is for not just Dolan but the Knicks as well for this thing to kind of go well when they have this meeting uh, to kind of move past this? And, and, again, we talk all the time about fixing the image – of the Knicks, you know, this situation put you know, another black eye over the Knicks organization. How important is it to have this settled? Um, well, I think I don't I if I had to guess, I don't think we're going to see Charles Oakley at a Knicks game anytime soon. And no. the, like coronavirus stuff aside, mm-hmm. I'm just saying like in general, I don't think Oakley and Dolan are going to become good friends after, you know, all is said and done. Um you know, I think they're two just, you know, probably pretty stubborn guys who aren't going to just, you know, mend fences and, you know, become buddies again or anything like that. I can't see that happening. Um, and also, I don't mean, I don't think at this point, I don't like I don't even think it's that big of a deal that the the Knicks fix this for like PR sake or anything. Because I, I, Oakley's so irrelevant. Like he, the only reason why he's in the news is because people know He's somebody who will bash the Knicks at any chance he gets. I mean, who who even cares about Charles Oakley anymore? I mean, yeah, he he had great years in the Knicks. You know, he 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 did a lot of good things for the organization when he was a player. But I mean, 
he's just such a drama queen now. And, you know, it's always like a, a whole big thing with him. I mean, the Knicks, for, for what it's worth, they are excellent, excellent, excellent at bringing back, like, old players. I know, you know, in the past they've had stuff where, like, you know, there's been feuds with some former players and things like that. But, you know, like Fisdale made it a point to bring back, you know, a lot of former players. Alan Houston works in the organization. I mean, there's, you know, there's a lot of like Knicks alumni who are, you know, still close with the organization, still like close with the players and all this. I mean, Bernard King comes back all the time. I, I mean, if they if they don't have Charles Oakley as one of those guys who's always coming back, I don't think anyone's going to lose any sleep over it. I, I, if it the name Charles Oakley ever, ever again, it would be, it would be fine by me. <laughs> you know, it, and I'm it, back when this happened, you know, and again, we all know Dolan's Dolan and Dolan screws up a lot of things. And there's always things mishandled by him. And of course there's always that role that Dolan plays, whether you know, he he definitely doesn't see it that way, but that that's reality. He does a lot of things that are stupid, handles a lot of situations wrong, and one reason why sometimes these things blow up. Now, sometimes as well they blow up because it's the Knicks, and that's what sells, right? To sometimes bake it, like the Spike Lee thing. Really not that big of a story, but the media made it seem like it was the biggest news in the NBA that day. We talked about that podcast several weeks ago when we should have been talking about the Knicks beating Houston. Instead, we, we got to sit there and talk about stupidity with the Spike Lee thing. You know, and, and the point that you're making here as well, though, something I never understood from that situation that happened so many years ago. I don't know. Maybe somebody can correct me if they feel like I'm wrong for saying this. But did anybody else feel Charles Oakley kind of was bringing a lot of that on himself by the way he was acting that night? He was acting well, a the, little uh, stupid and reckless. The, the court, like a court of law agrees with you because Oakley's, you know, whole defamation case was thrown out. Mm -hmm. So, you know, clearly like judges and, you know, the uh, the court system is with you on that where, you know, Oakley was – Kind of acting like an asshole. He was looking to. He was looking for a fight. Right? Yeah, that, I mean, that that's exactly what he was doing. And I, he, and he I think one. you kind of alluded to it right there. I don't know if you know Dolan necessarily handled it as well as he could have. Exactly. But with that said, right. I don't I, want that to be. With that said, I I think he was probably in the right more so than than Charles Oakley. I think that's right. you know just just a fact. You know, and, and now. Because I remember back then, and the narrative really was Dolan's fault, Dolan's fault, Dolan's fault. And people kind of looked past the fact that Charles Oakley also played a pretty big role in that. Did a lot of those things to himself by the way that he was acting as well. I wonder now, and Chip, you were talking about it a little bit here, the Patrick Ewing comments that he just went off about mm -hmm. Patrick Ewing. I wonder if fans kind of now will kind of, because back then it was, uh, Dolan's wrong. Oakley did nothing wrong. But I think Oakley probably pissed off a lot of fans of his by the comments that he made uh, on Patrick Ewing. Wonder if a lot of people are kind of turning on him and kind of what you're saying, uh, Danny, is are people kind of just done dealing with him because he's been bashing the team for years. Sometimes he's not wrong, but sometimes he's just saying things to stir the pot a little bit. His last, the latest comments about Patrick Ewing, I wonder if a lot of fans are starting to turn 
on, you know, Charles Oakley here, Chip, you, you were the one to bring up the point. Do you see it that way? Do you think fans perhaps are kind of turning away from Charles Oakley uh, for some of the comments that he's made, especially on a blood player like Patrick Ewing? Well, Nick's Twitter is certainly turning on him for the most part. I think, as we always say, Nick's Twitter represents a very small portion of Nick's fans, uh, a much smaller portion than we realize. So I think, in general, most Knicks fans are probably like, yeah, we love, or probably feel the same way Spike Lee does. Yeah, we love Charles Oakley. He's our guy. We remember Oakland used to throw bows. Fuck James Dolan. Uh, and I think that's probably how most Knicks fans feel. But uh, I'm going by the Knicks fans on Twitter. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yeah, I right. think they feel the same way that me and, and Danny was just describing. He feels we're a little sick of Oakley's act like when we were talking about Spike Lee we were like if Spike Lee never came to another Knicks game again it wouldn't mean shit yeah same thing about same thing about Charles Oakley like who cares yeah (laughs) who cares and by the way you think Spike Lee gives a fuck if Charles Oakley ever comes to another Knicks game again come on come on but but, uh, speaking of that there's this the humor I got out of it was a couple, like the next home game or something like that. It was this big story, and I forgot where I seen. It. I think it was on Yahoo, and it might have not been through Yahoo Sports, but sometimes they just put headline stories from anywhere on their their front page. And it was reported that the Knicks had their lowest attendance in a long, in a certain amount of years or whatever it was, and they claimed that it was a Spike Lee effect. <laughs> fans didn't show up at night because of sp- I, 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 I played I, the sorry, Jazz. I don't yeah, I, I just don't think that... Who have I, the I, I worst just, road attendance in the NBA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there are some fans out there that think Spike Lee is the greatest thing and he's like an icon to the team, but I think the majority... And if somebody can tell me if I'm wrong here. I think the majority Ugh. doesn't give a crap if he's there anymore. Like, I, it doesn't affect... I mentioned it when we talked about this about a month ago. Uh, it, it's kind of like the Fireman Ed thing for the Jet thing. I don't give a crap if that man's there or not. Like, I'm so over it. Like, I don't don't show up. Nobody gives a crap. The fact isn't Fireman Ed? Out, isn't Fireman Ed an employee of the team now? Like, wasn't there a rumor that he was getting paid by the Jets at one point or something? I wouldn't be surprised. I, I, I hadn't heard paid. that, but yeah, I'm not sure. I thought he was. I... It's one of those. That, who cares if he's there or not? So you know, this whole situation. And by the way. Uh, as you mentioned, Chip, it's on the phone. I did not know that until you actually just said that. I figured they were going to meet in person, which I was thinking could be kind of dangerous with Charles Oakley's, uh, you know, he has a short temper. Um, yeah, when know, he smacked and, Barkley in the face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, at a player associated meeting or something like you know. So, you, you know, face to face meeting could be dangerous here. By the way, this, this, mandatory meeting on the phone has to happen that is happening march 31st uh is when they're scheduled to have to sit on the phone and talk to each other i i don't know man we don't have sports right now can they broadcast that conversation on television hmm. i kind of i kind of want to know yeah. what is that you know what i mean I, i'll watch it yeah i mean I, there's nothing else going on i mean i know uh, the closest thing to sports that that I watched recently was at WWE. I haven't watched it in years because it's bad. But I put that on because it was like somewhat of a sporting event. And I think I watched five minutes of it and turned it off. Give me that. Let me listen to this conversation. 
I'm hoping some networks pick it up. I mean, that's that's gold right there. That's shoot people people that don't even know how bad the Knicks are and the, you know don't follow them or anything like that. Sure, we'll get some humor out of that. I mean, that I sign me up. I want to listen to that conversation and actually hear how it went because I'm sure details on that are going to be released to some people in the media and there's going to be some facts or you know some things that are reported out there. But I want to hear it. I'm kind of curious. So again. People that are looking at uh, to see when this might be resolved, or um, you know, looking for details about this conversation, the judge has ordered it for March 31st for them to to talk on the phone. Which the phone makes a lot of sense because I, I can see Dolan can smack if they were face to face. I'm not even I'm all joking aside. Like I really think it could could happen uh, with the the short temper that uh, Oakley has here, and you know, Dolan is that guy that people don't like. So. Uh, with that being said, you know, other other set of news that we have here, you know, just some things, some things that have been reported as well about one of our, our uh, role players on the team and Damian Dotson. Uh, there's some interest from other teams. Uh, I heard the Bucks are interested in him. Sure, there's there's going to be a lot of teams that, that are interested with a guy that has the potential to be a, a three-point shooter uh, that can space out the perimeter here. And, uh, you know, Danny, I'll start with you on this. Is this something that you know, not, I don't think it's unexpected. I, I think, you know, teams can use a player like him, add some depth on their team here. But the question is more so, should the Knicks find a way to, to make him stay? I know his playing time has been inconsistent. It's kind of been up and down. He got a lot of run early on in the year. Uh, the last few weeks before we've seen the coronavirus stop the end of the season, he was a guy that never touched the floor. Um, you know, what do you think the Knicks should do in this situation here? And does it even matter? Is he looking to go somewhere else, get a fresher start, maybe a different system that might fit him better? Well, I, I think I think he's a good guy for the Knicks to keep around. I mean, he's been around for a while. He, he's, I mean, him and Frank are the two longest tenured players on the roster, which is crazy That's to think crazy. about. But yeah, but um, but yeah, no, I I think he he does enough well. He's not going to be too expensive. Like, can shoot the three. I know his he's basically league average for his career. But I think he's, you know, he's streaky. We've seen him get hot. He's been better on defense. He's still not great off the ball, like on weak side stuff and things like that. But he's a solid defender. I mean, you, you know, you put him in the backcourt alongside Frank. That's a good. That's a good off the bench tandem for you. Um, so I think. I mean, and he's restricted, so they can match kind of whatever, whatever he gets offered, or just you know give him the qualifying offer or whatever. I think. I think he's worth keeping around. Uh, and that just the fact, I mean, you know, the Jazz perennial playoff team, the Bucks, a title contender, the Warriors obviously aren't good this year, but we know what we know who the Warriors really are when they're healthy. The fact that those three teams are interested in Dotson should tell you something about them that, you know, maybe you shouldn't let this guy go. And, um, you know, just um, the last point I'll make. Because uh, you you mentioned how he kind of fell out of the rotation before the season got got pushed off, and I know uh, Alex Wolf, uh, who writes for Posting and Toasting, he, SI, you know he's all over the place, big guy on Nick's Twitter. He uh, he was telling me he has a conspiracy that that they were taking him out of the rotation to kind of keep his value down, and you know make maybe so that you know the Bucks aren't as interested in him. You know, if they're seeing, well, he can't even get time on the Knicks, which who knows? <laughs> who knows if that's actually true? But we I were just kind of, the Knicks right. are that smart. Yeah, we were we were <laughs> kind of just laughing about it because 
it's kind of like that conspiracy theory, you know, he was crafting up and I was, I was egging him on. Um, but yeah, teams they've seen, and he's been in the league for two and a half years now. Like teams have seen enough Dotson to know, uh, you know, just the Knicks taking him out of the rotation at the end of his third year won't, won't trick anybody, but just a funny little conspiracy theory. Uh, Chip, same thing. Your thoughts on these uh, on the news that other teams are interested in Damian Dotson? Again, I, I don't think that's surprising. I think you know he's a guy that some people would like to add to their, their bench here. But what do you think the Knicks should do in this situation? Should they find a way to keep him? Yeah, they have to keep him. I'm a huge Dot fan. I'm, I'm, I'm free Dot. Hashtag I'm free Dot. Hashtag yep. free Dot. Obviously, uh, <laughs> I'm glad Danny brought up him being taken out of the rotation. Uh, because I was looking at Dot's uh, box score, uh, his game log here, and he had an eight-game stretch from January 20th to February 3rd where he averaged 11.5 points, shot 53% from the field, and 54% on threes. And then he sat out 11 of the team's last 15 games. Yep. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yep. Like he was red hot and they just yanked him. Like, I mean, maybe the conspiracy theory isn't that crazy. <laughs> like, I, what I other know reason he, is there to yank I know him out he of the did, rotation? <laughs> he did get sick at some point in there. I don't know. Yeah, that. Yeah. Off, right. off the top of but my head, he, I can't. I can't. Yeah, I can't place the exact dates that he wasn't available, but he was sick for a part of it. But your point still obviously is is yeah, yeah. why was Wayne Ellington continuing to get minutes like what does that do for the Knicks like what sense does that make I don't get Wayne it. Ellington who had like three good games yeah in, out of 50 right. or whatever most 40, of them were 50. yeah most, most of them were early on my first like week of the season like I don't I don't get it I, I really don't know what the city would say on that like that's what blows my mind like yeah yeah he was ill, and you understand when someone's ill, they're not 100%. You have to go deeper to your bench. But it didn't stop. Like, they just kept throwing Wayne Allenton out there like something good was happening out of it. I, uh, but correct me if I'm wrong again. <laughs> I didn't see anything good from it. I never understood no. why Dotson was out of rotation. I don't understand why Trier's not, didn't get minutes towards the end. I just don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, I under if you ask me why I think that is, I think it's what you guys have also have said on here is, yeah, you got a coach that's really trying to show I could be the head coach of this team. Like he's going to go to veteran guys over these young guys who need the development and all that. But man, I, I just it's it's a head scratcher. Doesn't make sense yeah. to me. I, I'm with you guys. Wanted, yeah, I, yeah. He I wanted as many wins as possible, and Alonzo Trier, uh, it doesn't get you wins. So, I mean, I I didn't blame him for that. Like he's well, an yeah. interim coach, yeah. But it would have been it would have been nice to see. Right. As much as I'm not a huge Trier fan, it would have been nice to see the kids more. Like, and that's what kind of sucks because we don't know. Maybe this would change. Maybe at this point of the season, if it was continuing, again, that's kind of like when people say, "Why do you even watch this when they're not really playing for anything?" That's one of my favorite things that, to see by the end of the year. Like when you're not playing for something, you start to see young guys get more minutes and see what they can do, you know, see something that can kind of carry on, um, you know, and, and be a positive thing in their development. Maybe at this point of the season, we would have seen that. Maybe we would see more Trier. Maybe we would see 
Dotson back out there getting more minutes. Uh, you know, depending on how the weeks have gone on, again, with the situation with Miller trying to show, hey, I could be the head coach here, he's going to run with the veterans as much as he can. But I do think at some point we would see younger guys out there on the floor. And, yeah, it, it, you're not going to see wins, but still – Good to see if there is any sign of development here. So maybe we maybe we're being robbed of that right now with with the the season on lockdown. Um, you know, and that's just something we won't know because again, I don't think if it does come back this season, I think they're jumping right into the playoffs. I don't think we'll see any more regular season action. I think the next are done. I don't think we'll see another Nick game uh, this season, which is you know we kind of felt like that a couple of weeks ago anyway. Even if they came back around Easter. That, you know, if they did, they could be kind of like a warm-up game that would kind of count still, obviously. But um, it doesn't seem like we'll see the Knicks again this season. And we can be robbed of that experience of seeing some of these young guys playing. Uh, it, it's funny you guys, though, mentioned uh, conspiracy theories because uh, with no sports going on right now, I've been coming up with a lot. And back in January, I came up with a conspiracy theory in the NFL, right? I said Tom Brady isn't coming back, which he's not, by the way. He left the AFC East, which is the greatest thing ever. He's in the NFC South now in Tampa. I love it. Keep Brady away. However, I said this was going to happen, right? And I said the Patriots then are going to tank. and they're going to draft Trevor Lawrence from Clemson, which makes a lot of people down in this area where I live very, very excited. Clemson's not very far from here. Um, now Colin Cowherd is jumping on this. People are giving him all the credit. I started this in January. January 24th was when I first brought this conspiracy. And I bet no, nobody hears the little guy. It's just whatever. It, 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 it was funny when you guys were hearing the conspiracy theory. I could not get that. Uh, I had to get that out because I've just seen Colin Coward talking about this. I was talking about it. I wanted to be known on this podcast. I was talking about that conspiracy theory first. And if it happens, I should be the genius. Credit. Colin Coward, he's already making millions. But to give credit where it's due, give it to me. All right. Does he really make millions? I don't oh, watch God. a lot of. I don't watch a oh, lot God. of him, but it's, I feel like whenever I do watch him, he never really says anything. No, when like, he I don't... moved, when he moved to California, he he's changed completely. It's more of a LeBron James hour number one, Tom Brady hour number two, and then bashing some other people, Baker Mayfield maybe hour number three. <laughs> yeah. And that, that's how his show kind of goes. And, yeah, he makes a lot of money doing it. He only works a few hours a day. It's a great gig. I mean, um, we that's actually a... we slight him at our station. He's on weekdays uh, right before our, our uh, three, 3 o'clock show starts from 3 to 6. That's a local show. But from that 12 to 3 slot is Colin Cowherd. Mm. Uh, so we, we got to listen to a lot of it because people do like him. But he certainly has changed since he moved out west, where it's it's more talks about the same three things over and over and over again. But he's stealing my conspiracy theory, and people are allowing it to happen. I'm upset. I think I like that Same conspiracy theory. I like that conspiracy theory. The only thing is, I don't think I think their defense is too good to tank that hard. That's my only yeah. thing. I th- but you know, stranger stranger it, it, things have happened. Daddy, you sound like the two co-hosts on my radio show. That's what they keep telling me. And I that's, said, that's, if Bill Belichick was smart, and you're right, you're right. Both, mm-hmm. all three of you that, that have said it, you're right. But if Bill Belichick was smart, some of those really good defensive players are going to have unexpected hamstring injuries. 
and they're gonna have to sit. I could see them picking up Trevor Lawrence would be like the worst thing to ever happen to me as a sports fan because <laughs> yeah. just got rid of Brady, just just killed the evil empire. Not really, but you know what I mean. Uh, and then they the, pick up. Trevor I'll Lawrence. believe. I, yeah, I'll believe the Patriots don't win the division when I actually see it. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. Exactly. I, yeah. <laughs> I just, it's, Kind of like the Spurs, you just count them out. I know this year yeah. they're probably not going to make, but I mean, but still, it's kind of like that. It's it's absolutely you can still see them make the playoff, win the division. Um, but if it happens, Colin Coward's getting all the love. It's crushing me this whole week. I keep seeing things pop up. My, my you know friends are tagging me and stuff. They see Colin Coward said, "I said this," and I want to make it known. Uh, it's a shameful plug-in. I know this last part of the the podcast got really random here. Um, but that's hey, that's that's how we have to get through some of our sport talks. We don't got much going on right now. Uh, really quick, wrap up the show here. What have you guys been doing? What what are some of the things you guys have been doing the last couple of weeks with no sports? The world kind of stopped right now. Uh, you know, Danny, we'll start with you. What have you been up to? What what have you been doing to kind of entertain yourself during this? Literally just NFL free agency. Like the last like. We talked about this a little bit before the show, but the uh, the last like week or so just been heavy, heavy into the NFL free agency stuff. One, you know, obviously for ESNY, that's like the biggest thing we have going right now. That's like, you know, the big topic. But uh, but yeah, you know, just doing that. And then, you know, otherwise, because you I mean, I watch like NBA more or less every night. Now just you know playing some video games here and there, watching movies, catching right. up on catching up on shows. That's really you know that's really about it. I I haven't I haven't gone completely like stir crazy without sports yet, but give it some time. It's it's coming oh, eventually. Yeah. yeah, Chip, same thing. What you been doing? Yeah, I uh, I've been trying. I've been doing a little bit of the same. I've been trying to catch up on shows, and I've watched. Some of the Netflix shows that I've always wanted to watch, I watched, uh, like Mindhunter, uh, Haunting of Hill House, uh, and uh, what was that other one? Oh, shit. Oh, Bodyguard. That was the best one out of all of them that I watched. Uh, and then after that, it was kind of like, shit, I don't, I don't really know what I'm going to do here. I don't really have anything <laughs> else to watch right now. So oh, yeah, then bodyguard, I started, bodyguard was good. Sorry, not to Bodyguard was really good. I, I watched yeah. that last year. Yeah, everyone was saying to watch uh, watch some documentaries, I guess. I, I've, I haven't really watched a lot of Netflix documentaries, but I'll probably check out the Aaron Hernandez one. Apparently that one's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, but I tried to – I used to play video games a lot, and I tried to play video games again. I guess I'll try that. I – I feel like there's no video games. Yeah, I feel like there's no video games that I haven't played. I, I would love right. to play. Uh, Big Cat from Barstool is posting all that screenshots of NCAA football that he's playing. Mm-hmm. God, I wish I could play NCAA football. It's the greatest fucking game of all time. I wish I could be that playing that right now. Hey, for I don't know if you have Xbox, but they have a lot of old games like for like five dollars that are like reverse compatible. Does is that one on the? Oh, do they on like yeah? I, on, I downloaded uh, Xbox One. They do. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I had I had a couple uh, like a couple old Star Wars games I used to play all the time that I just re-downloaded. Oh, I downloaded I downloaded Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Oh yeah, no shit, I did. The yeah, same thing. that yeah. one's awesome. 
That's yeah, like one so of my good. favorite games. I yeah, for, I, I love I that one. God, how like those old school RPGs were though. Like, it's, oh. like it's like not really skill based necessarily. Yeah. You know, like when you're fighting, but but that game is actually sick. I've been I've been yeah. playing, getting into that pretty hard. Yeah. That's like one of the best games. That's better than like all the new like RPGs that I've played. I can't I, even. Get I got through the force them. Unle- I got so... the force unleashed, and I couldn't. I did like a few worlds, and that was it. I I, yeah. I had to tap out. That ah, oh, that one was so like. Oh, I don't know if boring is the right word, but the story was lame as fuck in comparison. <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> it really was. But uh, yeah, not as bad as the fucking third movie, but it was. <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> <Yeah>. very good. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to get caught up myself. Uh, uh, you guys talk about the Sopranos a lot. I'm only in the third season. Um, I'm almost done with the third oh, season. Just about in the fourth season. I, I've never watched it before. I love it. I, I've been I, I've been watching I'm that. Jealous I've of been, you. Uh, watching some movies. Yeah, it's it's you know it's, I love it. I'm having a blast because you know I, I've never seen it before. So some people that go back and watch it, they kind of know what's happening and all that stuff. Maybe they don't remember, but like it's fresh to me it's all new i have no idea what's going on and happening so it's uh it's killing the time nicely um i'm driving people crazy because i've been watching a lot of the president's uh uh what is the white house briefing and i've been doing a lot of impersonations of donald trump i'm getting (laughs) good at it um i can't stop doing it so people are getting really really mad but he keeps saying the same things over and over about this is the president and the wartime president of the United States. <laughs> we're doing really good things. I can't tell you what we're doing, but we're doing good things. So I've been going around just talking to anybody, <laughs> random people. I got the I'm going crazy. I'm telling you, it's happening. That's, it's funny um, you say that. You I, know, I, I've, I've literally been doing that, except with Tony Soprano. Like, just, like, walking around my <laughs> house, like, like, talking to myself, like, like Christopher, Christopher. Christopher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, uh, come on. You know, you know, Whatever I did that. You know, you know I did that Christopher, semester. What the Seton. fuck? <laughs> We're doing this. Come out, video what the fuck? So yeah, yeah so <laughs> people that don't see Kenny right now, he has his impersonation with the hands and everything pretty pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Um but yeah, I think crazy stuff like we might have more of this. We might have an update. What are we doing? So you know, if you have impersonations, do it. I mean, yeah. screw it. We don't got nothing else episode, to do right. Yeah, now. the next episode we're just all gonna be in character the whole time. Just pick <laughs> pick people to impersonate and pick just not character. Move. Yeah, Tony, Tony Soprano, like, Mike Francesa, Tony. and Donald Trump. That they're oh, hosting the Pope. <laughs> <laughs> they're hosting the next Nick's State of Mind pod. <laughs> it's happening. I'm down for it. I'm down. I'm not. Uh, I think that's a genius idea. I think that's happening. But in all seriousness, we all working on some ideas. We actually talked about it before. We might have a like a bracket, like we would be seeing now, maybe a sixty-four man bracket of the greatest Knicks, and have you guys uh, vote on that through Facebook and Twitter, and uh, you know, fill out a bracket, find out who who's the greatest Nick, see see if that kind of picks up some popularity. So there's some different ideas coming up here. So we're not going away, but for now. I'm going to wrap up this episode and uh, we'll see you again for another episode of the Next Day of Mind podcast real soon.